Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. there. Welcome to Grown Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. Up! Hey, Winston, can you get that microscope for me? Winston, Winston, are you, did you fall asleep standing up? Hey, hey, <coughs> Winston. Winston can't eat all the chocolate. Because it's his birthday. Oh, no, no. Winston! Oh, the what? Uh, Sorry about that, Emily. I uh, must have dozed off. (laughs) We're in the middle of an experiment, and you were sleeping. I was having the most amazing dream about gobbling up all the chocolate in the world. (laughs) Do we have any chocolate, Emily? Uh, Or candy? Oh, I could really go for a piece of chocolate cake. No wonder you're so tired, Winston. You've got to eat better. Certain foods will make you sleepy after a while, and you know candy's not good for you. Ugh. Well, if I can't have any treats, can we at least take a break? We've been working all day, and I, I need to move. I got the wiggles! <laughs> I've got an idea. Why don't we take a break and head down to the community center? They've got a basketball court inside, so we can shoot some hoops and loosen up a bit. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. But I got to warn you, I'm a pretty good shot. I can pivot and dribble and alley-oop with the best of them. You're on. Let's play some basketball. Only 10 seconds left on the clock. He jukes. Look at you move. I'm going to block you, Winston. He fakes, he soars, and he shoots from downtown. And he scores. Wow. Just in time, and the crowd goes wild. (laughs) That was incredible, Winston. Great job. Thanks, Emily. And I'm only... A little out of breath. Well, I really gotta exercise more. The players make it look so easy. Of course they do. They run and shoot and dribble for hours a day. It's their job. I mean, that does sound awesome, but it must take a lot of work and talent. I wouldn't even know where to start. (sighs) Why don't we go into the break room and get a drink of water? Come on. Take a seat and catch your breath. I'll get us some drinks from the vending machine. No way! Check it out! There's a show on TV with Byron Scott! The NBA star Byron Scott? He's an amazing basketball player. He went on to be an even more amazing coach for a lot of professional basketball teams. Hey, maybe we can get some tips from him while we take a breather. Uh, Could you turn it up, Emily? (laughs) Sure. Let's hear what he has to say. My name is Byron Scott, 
I live in Los Angeles. I am a professional basketball player and coach. I used to play for the Los Angeles Lakers for a number of years. I won three championships and um, really had a good time doing it. <laughs> I think the most athletic treatment that I'm most proud of is winning a championship. When you win a championship in the NBA, you are the best team in the world. And that's saying something. And for me, beating the Celtics in Boston in 1985 was twofold. It was Number one, it was our first championship, mine I should say, and it was the first time a Laker basketball team has ever beaten the Celtics in a seven-game series. So it was a great feeling to accomplish that and to get the monkey off of Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, Elgin Baylors, and all those other great Lakers before us that wasn't able to accomplish that goal. Winston, before you were born, he won three championships when he played for the L.A. Lakers. And then he went on to be an even more amazing coach for a lot of professional basketball teams. Back in the 1980s, Byron was part of a great basketball team called the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers won 17 championship titles between 1949 and 2020, which is pretty impressive. And the team has also been home to some of the best basketball players in the NBA, like Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, not to mention Byron Scott. Today, Byron's 62 years old, and he retired a while ago. But you know what? Byron started out as a regular kid, hanging out with his mom and dad, dreaming about the future, just like you, Winston. Well, you know what? How I became a professional basketball player is I knew at 12 years old that's what I wanted to do. And it's, it's a crazy story because my mom and dad were, were coming upstairs because I had just won my first trophy. And my mom and dad were so proud of me and happy for me. And my mom asked me, what was I going to do when I grew up? And I said, I'm going to be a professional basketball player. So I knew at 12 years old, that was my passion. That was my dream. Uh, it's something that I knew I had an opportunity to uh, accomplish. But I didn't know what it took to get there at that particular time. I was only 12. And I found out later it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work, a lot of effort. But it also takes some luck. But I think without the hard work, you have no chance of being successful. So for me, I just knew at 12 that I was going to work my butt off and I was going to be a professional basketball player. Whoa! So Byron knew what he wanted to do when he was only 12? That's pretty crazy. Yep. He had a dream and he really went for it. But even though he knew what he wanted to do when he was really young, it still took a lot of work to get there, like he said. Do you think he just started shooting hoops every day to practice? Shooting hoops, eating well, exercising, learning how to work with the team. Hey, maybe we can get some tips from him while we take a breather. <laughs> sure. So there are a number of different skills you need in basketball. You need to be able to shoot the ball. You need to really be able to handle the ball pretty well. You have to be able to be a pretty good passer. If you're a good defensive player, you got a chance to be a great player in this league. And if you're tall and you're a great rebounder, you can be very successful as well. But if you are really good at one or two of those specific skills, you can be a very good basketball player in the NBA. 
okay, so if I want to make it as a professional basketball player, I've got to be good at passing, an amazing shooter, which obviously I am, and a great rebounder. What's a rebounder, Emily? <laughs> it's a player who grabs a ball after the other team misses a shot, and then they take control for their team. Oh, I- I'm super fast and sneaky. I think I have what it takes to be a pro basketball player. You saw my skills out on the court, right, Emily? I guess I have some growing to do, though. Uh, Byron said it's important to be tall. Well, there's definitely more to being a professional basketball player than just being tall. And you've still got plenty of time to grow, Winston. But a lot of kids who want to play professional ball do start pretty young. In America, kids can join a basketball team as early as the second grade. And when they get to be 13 or 14 years old, some practice up to 20 hours a week. Wow! That is a lot of practice, isn't it, Emily? It sure is. But practice is just one part of an athlete's daily routine. So practice days, just regular days, that was pretty much my routine. Game days was get up in the morning, take them to school, go to practice, come home, didn't talk to anybody, didn't answer the phones, didn't answer the door, would sit there, have my pregame meal, watch TV, go upstairs at 2 o'clock, take a shower, be in the bed at 3, wake up at 5.30, get dressed. I had a big fish tank. I would sit by the fish tank for like 20 minutes, and that was really kind of just to put my mind at ease and get me thinking about what I had to do tonight. Then I would get in the car, and I would drive to the arena. We always had to be there an hour and a half before the game. Get in the arena, get dressed, watch the film, play the game, then come home. So that was kind of my day, just my regular day after practice. Day in the life of Byron Scott as a coach, totally different. You wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning. I would go get a workout in just to kind of get my mind off of basketball. Then go inside uh, probably about 9 o'clock, meet with my coaches, go over to a particular team that we're playing, go over the game plan. At 10.30, go back to the floor, start shoot around get our guys ready. When shoot-around was almost over, we walked them through the four or five plays that we're probably going to see the most tonight against that particular team. Uh, Shoot-around's over at about 12 o'clock. From 12 to 12.45, coach has media, so I had to stand there and answer questions about tonight's game and any other thing they wanted to talk about. When that was over, I would go back into the office, watch the tape again, make sure we haven't missed anything, Uh, Then I would go home and pretty much do the same thing I did as a player. I would have a pregame meal. I would take a little bit of a nap, you know, take my shower, come back to the arena two and a half hours before the games. One last check to make sure the things that we talked about doing against this team are the things that we need to do and also make adjustments on if it doesn't work, what do I have to go back to? What's my backup plan? Why do you think Byron wanted to become a coach after being a player, Emily? Well, after being a player for so long, he understood all the rules and knew the skills each player needed to make the team as good as possible. Going from shooting hoops to when he was a kid, to winning championships in the NBA, to coaching his own team, that's super cool. Byron must have been really confident to get so far. But do you think he was ever nervous, Emily? Hmm, let's listen in and find out. Byron talking about the first time he played in the NBA, way before he was a coach. My first time on a professional basketball court was a preseason game. After I got traded from the Clippers to the Lakers, I had two days of practice, and we were playing against the Boston Celtics in a preseason game. 
And I can remember, you know, getting into the game, being as nervous as all, because it's my first time being in a professional basketball game. But once the ball started going up and down the floor, I forgot all about the people and everything else and just, you know, remembered how to play the game of basketball. See, Winston? Even pros like Byron Scott get nervous from time to time. But that didn't stop him from achieving his dreams. He was unstoppable, Emily. And, you know, uh, sometimes I get really nervous when I do something new or scary, too. Exactly. And if you can focus and get past being nervous, you can go on and do great things, just like Byron got to be the best of the best. But it takes a lot of work to get to that point as an athlete in any sport. You've got to stay focused and work toward your goals. It can be really tough. I really find, I would say, 90% of my inspiration from my dad. Watching him when I was growing up and how hard he worked, you know, to bring food in the house and to make sure we had a roof over our head. To see him come home in the morning from one job and then I'll come home from school, he's going to another job. He taught me what hard work is all about. And I love our relationship to this day because he really inspired me to be the best that I could possibly be. Because he told me and taught me what hard work was all about. And uh, I'll never forget that. Um... Emily, why did Byron's dad have to work so hard? Well, because Byron came from a working-class family. They didn't always have a lot of money, but that didn't stop Byron from dreaming big and becoming a big NBA star. Seeing his dad work hard made him want to practice a lot, too. Oh, so Byron's dad was kind of like Byron's own personal coach. You're not wrong. Mentors are very important, no matter what your job is. It certainly made a difference in Byron Scott's life. Mentor? What's a mentor? Mentors are people who teach you and help you and give you advice about school or your job. Oh, like a role model. Exactly. Uh, do I have a role model or a mentor? I have two. Uh, my dad is one obviously. Um, And then my basketball dad was Jerry West, was my other uh, role model mentor. Uh, Jerry took a chance on this young kid when he decided to make a trade and uh, ended up working out pretty good for both of us. And I never wanted to let him down because he did, you know, stick his neck out for me, you know, in 1983. And so I always call Jerry West, who most people know is called the logo because of he is the logo of the NBA. And so we call him affectionately the logo, but I call him my basketball dad. Did you hear that, Winston? Jerry West, another amazing NBA player for the L.A. Lakers and someone from my home state, West Virginia, by the way, was Byron's mentor and helped him throughout his career. Really cool. You know, if I had someone to help me do all the things I wanted to do, oh, man, I'd be unstoppable. It'd be like having a fairy godmother around to grant your wishes. Well, I wouldn't go that far. What do you mean? First his dad, and then Jerry West? It seems like Byron had a lot of help. Maybe so, but that doesn't mean it was just easy breezy. Uh, Do you think Byron ever messed up sometimes? Sure, we all do. But when we fail, we move forward, and then we get better. Let's hear what Byron has to say about that. 
Have I ever failed at my job or anything else? Absolutely. Lots of times. <laughs> Pretty much in life sometimes, you just fail and you got to get back up. When you don't win a championship, to me that you failed, if that's your goal. So I succeeded three times. You know, I got knocked down probably about five or six times. I failed as a coach because you get fired. You know, you get hired to be fired as a coach. So, yes, I failed numerous of times, but I've gotten right back up and I've tried even harder and I've been more probably successful than I have failed. So even someone as awesome as Byron Scott drops the ball sometimes. Literally. That kind of makes me feel less nervous about trying new things, too. That's great, Winston. Let's hear what he has to say next. What am I looking forward to next is just enjoying the rest of my life. I did everything that I could do in my profession. The only thing I didn't do as a coach was win a championship. That was one of my goals. But other than that, I've achieved a whole lot more than I ever expected when I was growing up. I sure hope I have a lot to be proud of when I grow up, just like Byron. There's no doubt in my mind that you will, Winston. You're going to do great things when you're older. Thanks so much for joining our chat with Byron Scott today. It was awesome to hear what it's like to be a professional basketball player and coach in the NBA. Remember, if you really like something and want to get good at it, just keep trying and failing, trying and failing, trying and failing, and I promise you will get better at it. And who knows what the future might hold? You might even go pro one day. You dream of becoming a dancer, a lion trainer, celebrity chauffeur. Are you curious for more? You know it. Check out Lingo Kids, the number one learning app for kids. They have a ton of original games and videos and songs that are fun, educational, and can help boost your math, reading, and literacy skills. Download the Lingo Kids app and give it a try for free. We have a special present for you. Now, with your Lingo Kids Plus membership, not only will you get an unlimited all access pass to the Lingo Kids app, but also their exclusive podcasts, only available on Apple Podcasts. Get exclusive members only access to Growing Up, including all episodes from seasons one and two, bonus content, and deep dives into season one jobs with more cool facts and real life stories. Sign up today.